One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Yesterday, in the show notes, I left a link to an interview between Maya Angelou and James Baldwin. And according to many of the resources I used in doing research for the James Baldwin episodes and the work I wanted to include, the fact that Maya and James were friends seemed to pop up pretty regularly. And I feel like most American humans have at least heard of Maya Angelou because she has stayed relevant. She played a major role in the civil rights movement, and in 1993, President Bill Clinton asked her to write a poem for his inauguration. But unless you've actually read her 1969 autobiography, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, or a selection of her poems, you might be as surprised as I was to figure out I didn't actually know that much about her. Now, I will admit I have not yet read any of her autobiographies, including the first one, which was I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. But upon doing research for this episode, I've already added it to my TBR list. And from what I've learned, it makes sense that this was essential reading at an automatic bestseller at the time of its publication. In addition to offering a powerful testimony to the effect of racism on her childhood, This book, being the first in six volumes of autobiography, covers her life from age 3 to 17. And when I tell you the beginning of her life was traumatic, that would be an understatement. She went through some unbelievably horrific things, which she was brave enough to speak out about, and the aftermath of more trauma from speaking out led her to a period of being completely silent for several years. Through her love of poetry and writing and literature, 
she regained her ability to speak so profoundly. And if you've never heard her speak, she really does command a room, command the energy, command attention. But it's more than that. I genuinely can't think of anyone that I feel like respects words and language more than Maya Angelou. And I always kind of got that vibe. But I felt that even more profoundly after listening to her speak with Oprah in an open conversation that took place, I think, in 2010, because she was 82 at the time. And the whole conversation is incredible. I'll link both parts to those episodes in the show notes if you want to listen on your own to the extended cut. But she said something to the extent of words can be poison or they can have the power to heal. The right string of words together can cause wars, whereas another string of words together can create a yearning for peace. And when I first listened to her say it, it brought me to tears, partially because she was talking about the history of her ancestors who had stood up for her to be able to use her voice and speak up and become a teacher, but also because it's so true and it's so important to remember. Our words are powerful. The way we speak to each other can move mountains. In the short essays and poems I have read of hers, I always felt a sense of intentionality within them. But now I am more confident to say, I believe it. I believe every word she chose was important and profound. And when I take the time to go back and reread things or rethink about things she said, I do realize Oftentimes there's a second meaning or a deeper meaning or an insight that I hadn't yet considered through the first listen or the first read. And in doing research on her history and her past, it makes sense. For Maya Angelou, books and literature served as a refuge from the world as well as a foothold for changing it. And if you listen to her talk about her love of reading and literacy, She will talk about that's what gave her back her confidence in her voice. But throughout her life, she wrote over 36 books that included poetry and essay collections and children's books and cookbooks, as well as memoirs. And so obviously these memoirs and these essays and these works were well written, but they were also fascinating. At 16, she had become the first black female streetcar conductor in San Francisco mainly because she liked the uniform, but she had to put a lot of work in to get that job. She edited a newspaper in Egypt. She danced with Alvin Ailey. She's worked as an actress, a sex worker, a madam, a waitress. There's a quote she told USA Today where she said, By the time I was 14, I was six feet tall. I've never been able to hide. And according to some of my resources, including Salon.com for this one, It was her friend James Baldwin who recognized in this charismatic and frank talker a writer whose story demanded to be told. She was a single mother at 17 and participated in a traveling production of Porgy and Bess. She also moved to New York City during the height of the civil rights movement and participated in a lot of activism, which inevitably is what brought her to Egypt and then Africa, where she worked as a journalist. She was a Tony-nominated actor for stage and screen, and at the age of 68, she directed her first feature film, Down in the Delta. 
The woman's creative energy is unmatched, but if you listen to her speak, she always felt like she was meant to be a teacher, and that's who she was. She seemed to frame every activity that she did under the light of being just that, a teacher. In 2011, Barack Obama, the president at the time, awarded Maya Angelou with the nation's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. When I tell you up until the end of her life, she was grinding, but I find it to be really intriguing to remember that she always felt she had a mission of teaching and educating and using her voice to speak up. And I know for me personally, when I have a mission, it becomes a lot easier to act. And tomorrow I will be sharing some of her specific works. But for now, I want to leave you with her last Twitter post, which was posted five days before she passed away, where she said, listen to yourself. And in that quietude, you might hear the voice of God. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com